This is my best friend, Carolyn. And this is my best friend, David. We're a couple of vodka lovers. With a codependent relationship over a decade long. And this is Will, Will and, and Grace and, and vodka. vodka. Cheers. Mmm. Thank mm. you for this lovely cocktail. You're what is welcome. it? Um, it is some um, Svedka strawberry lemonade vodka from our dear friend Christopher Owen, who left it at my house at Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Christopher. And um, some lemonade, some ice, and some blueberries, and some simple syrup, and that's it. It is yummy. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's like a, it's like a blueberry lem- vodka blueberry lemonade. Fruity, fruity lemonade. Yum. Yum. Mm. I don't know. Well, hi guys. Hi, friends. How are you tonight, Carolyn? I'm good. Are you still recovering from Stars I, on Ice? I am. Are you? I can't get it out of my mind. I'm almost better. Yeah. But it destroyed me it, because it was such a revelation. We had the best day of our lives. Okay. Carolyn picks me up. <laughs> we go to Stars on Ice. We shriek <clears throat> for two straight hours. I mean, I had no voice the next day. No, me either. Much to the chagrin of the little girl sitting in front of us. She, she hated us. <laughs> was over us. Yeah, she kept turning around like, bitches. Everyone else was screaming. Oh my god, yeah. And like, the <clears throat> teenage girls to my right. Oh, they were losing their minds were, when Nathan Chen came out. Oh my god, they were so sweet. It was adorable. They were so excited. Like, they were all like, clearly skating nerds. Yeah. And for those who may not know, Carolyn and I both grew up skating nerds. Mm-hmm. Um... In addition to several other nerd nerd nerdinesses, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was it was just grand. I and had... we got Jason Brown skated to Wicked. No, I'm sorry, Jason Mirai. Brown skated to Hamilton. Yes, Mariah skated to Wicked, and they ended the show with "You Will Be Found" from Dear Evan Hansen, which is not my favorite, but it was an all skate, and it was gorgeous. Fuck, it was great. It Ugh. was. And then we went to the Olive Garden for dinner because we had to. Yeah, Onion Garden. <clears throat> the Onion Garden. Um, and it was just the best day. We wore matching shoes. Mm-hmm. God, it was so cute. I also like looked back at the picture that I posted of us on Facebook uh-huh. of just our shoes, our white Converse shoes. Uh-huh. And I was like, hmm, we're one baby Converse away from that being our ch- our pregnancy announcement. Which is apropos for this episode. Totally. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of which, we are talking about episode 211, titled Seeds of Discontent. Uh, Original air date, January 25th, 2000. David, give me that summary. You got it, Care. Uh, (laughs) Will's best friend from high school, Claire, Claire, uh, comes to visit with an unusual request. She would like her former classmate to donate the fruit of his loins. So she can have a baby. Grace is not pleased. That is the literal thing that was written on the hoose. <laughs> including fruit of his loins. Including fruit of his loins. Well, and I'm including offended. not being capitalized. <laughs> <laughs> Which it just made me laugh. Um, let's talk about <laughs> trivia. <laughs> the trivia is. Guys, get ready. Will says Booties and jugs and cans, oh my, like the line, lions and tigers and bears, oh my, uttered by Dorothy. <laughs> cool. <laughs> no shit. Also, <laughs> also, it just says uttered by Dorothy. It doesn't say Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Not in that voice either. No. It doesn't. <clears throat> it just says Dorothy. Like. <laughs> <laughs> so, Carolyn's mom? My mom, yes. This mm-hmm. was my mother, yes. 
Hey, Mom. <laughs> hey, Dot. <laughs> oh, God bless America, huh? Well, and God bless the IMDb trivia. I mean, yeah. It, is that like, is it user? Like a wiki kind of I mean. Thing? I don't remember. I used to have an IMDb account and I like, I, I seem to remember like that you had the capability to like edit that stuff on your okay. own. So whoever is putting every episode of Will and Grace by title up, maybe, I guess, would be the person responsible for the trivia. Well, I mean, really great job. Yeah. They deserve a raise. Um, fabulous episode. I love this That episode. I'm very excited to talk about. Me too. Um, not necessarily one of those big quotable episodes that we talk about all the time. No. But absolutely memorable. Except for one moment. I don't know the one you're talking about. You'll have to tell me about it I when will. we get to it. Okay. Are we ready to dive in? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was that? He had a burp. Oh, you got rid of it, though. He did. Okay, well, Will is excited about stock prices. And Jack <laughs> is excited about trampolines at his gym. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. Yeah, they're both reading the paper, having a little breakfast. And they have this really cute <clears throat> little moment where... Um, Jack tells a story about how um, his half week anniversary, his half week anniversary with whatever his name is, Mitch, I think. Uh huh. And um, Stan, I guess, walked in on them. And for those who may not remember, Jack is currently living at the manse, um, in the, uh, the penthouse, the penthouse. Um, and he's talking about how Stan has walked in on them, <laughs> fooling around. And they go back and forth, like, with these cute little jokes together yeah. about, like... He came down for a ding-dong, and what he got was a couple of Twinkies. <laughs> <laughs> really cute. Like, it's, it's just really, a really sweet little moment yeah. between them. I loved it. And then, uh, as they're laughing, Jack, can I borrow $600 to pay some bills? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's It's just really, like... It's really nice to see their friendship like this. Yeah, we don't get a we lot of get... not vitriol. Exactly. And it's just, it was really cute. Like, oh, they love each other. They do. And it's just like, it's it's also like, I don't know, like for other gay men out there who also have gay friends, like, yes, we talk like that. Like, that's super real. Yeah. <laughs> um, so in walks Grace and... Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say ding, 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 because it's too fucking obvious. Right. Like, <laughs> but Jesus Christ, her outfit. Oh, heavens. So like a stripy top that's not long enough. Right. Come on, girl. And these weird trousers. No. And pigtails. Right. And so she comes in with her own coffee cup <laughs> and walks over and says she had this dream about Chow Yun-Fat. And now he... Ripped off his face, and he was Chow Yun Fat in a different mood. <laughs> He's an actor from Hong Kong. Yeah, I didn't know that. You didn't know who Chow Yun? He I was big know. in the nineties. He was big in the nineties, mm-hmm. apparently. Um, <clears throat> so they totally make fun of her pigtails, mm-hmm. like ignore everything that she's saying. Yeah, and uh, and she says, you know, I didn't ask to be invited to the bitch brunch. Well, you shouldn't have come, bitch. You shouldn't come in, then. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Well, you weren't. (laughs) You also didn't get asked over, so. (laughs) And she says, "Uh, I ran out of conditioner, so it was either the pigtails or or a turban. 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 (laughs) 
they say it together and it's just i'm loving the chemistry between will and jack right now oh me too it's super good and Um, so they laugh again at turban and how about a hundred (laughs) dollars not a chance chance. (laughs) it's really cute oh my god i love their back and forth so will Um, walks up into the kitchen and he starts talking about how claire his friend claire is coming to town and I'm going to interrupt right here because mm. he's standing in the kitchen and the way the camera is angled that wall you know that separates the kitchen like the little elevated area yeah, yeah. from the rest of the apartment is so dusty <gasps> and I had a big problem with it really I it did was, not notice I was like guys that. we're getting too comfortable <laughs> I think that it's just very important to me emotionally as a person who consumes this media that you need to keep up with your housekeeping. Will would never have a dusty Will would never. banister. That's true. You're right. Um, um, also, I, folks, if you go down in our feed a little bit on our Twitter, which is at Will and Grace Pod, um, you will find an article from, uh, with an interview uh, from the set designer of Will and Grace. Mm, so mm-hmm. it was, that was really cool. And you Great take, interview. Yeah. Take a read. Um, <clears throat> So Will says Claire is coming on Sunday. And we're, and Grace, you know, does that, uh, um, what's the word? Where she talks about the, she gives background to the audience so that they are caught up with the plot. Oh no, I can't think of it either. Shit. What's the word? Oh my God. God damn it. Exposition. Exposition. <laughs> she does the exposition for us where uh-huh. she's like, Claire, your best friend from high school. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of shocked they've been friends for so long and she's never met Claire. But Claire lives in France. She is in fashion. She lives Mm -hmm. in France. Right. And Jack says, Claire. Hmm. Hmm. Well, first he thinks it's Claire Danes. Right. (laughs) And and Will says, yes, 19-year-old Claire Danes and I went to high school together. Right. She was 19 then. Aw. I know. I was like, wow. Claire Danes was not... What? How did I just say Claire Danes? <laughs> Claire Danes was just 19 years old. A babe of 19. Um, you're welcome. I just cracked all my knuckles. <laughs> um, so Jack says. Claire. 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 I don't like her name. Um, her name is Bettina now. Yay, Bettina's coming to town. <laughs> Bettina, great name. Uh, fun fact. A stepsister? What? Isn't Bettina a stepsister in Cinderella? I don't think so. Of course, the only stepsister names that I know are Florinda and Lucinda from, of course, the seminal Stephen Sondheim work Into Obviously. the Woods. Obviously. But I do know that Bettina is the name of one of the sister Cratchit, Miss Piggy. Yes. Oh, my God. I think that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Like in <laughs> Christmas Carol. Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah. Yes, yes, because it's that voice. It's that Frank Oz uh-huh. voice. Yep. Oh, uh-huh. my God. We are right here tonight, girl. Right here. <laughs> These cocktails, huh? They're really linking These us These cocktails. And we also just watched Aaron Tveit sing Come What May for the Moulin Rouge musical that Good is happening Lord. this summer. And so we're verklempt. We're both having a moment about it. Um. So anyway, he renames her Bettina. And so Grace is like, you know, I knew you on the cusp of being gay. Mm-hmm. And so she's excited to talk about Will being straight in high because school. he's like, because she's like, well, she knew you pre-gay, and he's like, what are you talking about? You knew me pre-gay, and she's like, 
I did not know you pre-gay. I knew you on the cusp of gay. Mm-hmm. What gave it away was that every once a week you made me go to uh, uh, Chippendales <laughs> because they had a killer Mai Tai. And the door opens. No, the door doesn't open. No. Will says, speaking of alcohol. <laughs> He's at the door looking for yeah. people and he goes, and he speaking of alcohol, and he opens and it's it and Karen. it's Karen. Uh, and she says, honey, what's with this place? Why do you live in the projects? You're, You're a lawyer. lawyer. <laughs> and and he does some uncouth things about... They're say, uncouth. Say bars. And, yeah. Um, and she says... By your inflection, I can tell that you think what you're saying is funny, but no. No. <laughs> so um, Jack is excited. They're going to a fashion so- show, and he hopes E is there so he can... Commit. Steve Kometko. Oh. Kometko, yeah. yeah. Uh, and um, and Karen hates Grace's pigtails, of course. Duh. And So say we all. And then we get the iconic moment I was talking about, which is Karen... What are you doing here? You called in sick this morning. Beat. Beat. <laughs> <laughs> and she just does... Closes the door. Half-hearted cough and leaves. <laughs> and it's just... It's one of my favorite Will and Grace moments. Someday I want to make like a top ten list or something. Someday when I have, you know, unlimited time... Ditto. I will go back through the archives and pull... Every time one of us says one of my favorite Will and Grace moments and do like, we'll see how long that that clip reel is. Oh, God, it's going to be seven hours. Right. Um, so we, we get... fucking love Will and Grace. Get over it. <laughs> we get, uh, um, we get the credits and then we're back in the apartment and it's Sunday and Claire is here. This is the actor, Megan Price. Um, she did Rules Engagement. <clears throat> she was on Grounded for Life, which is how I really know her. Because for some weird reason, I watched Grounded for Life. You did? When it, it was on in syndication at some weird time when I got home from work and just turned on the television. What even was Grounded for Life? It was with, um, that Irish actor who's really lovely. And I don't know, it was just some dumb sitcom that was on about a family. Huh. Great. And, um... She was also on Drew Carey. And she's got a very long list. She was on Drew Carey. That's why I know that face. Mm-hmm. She's, I mean, she's been on so many things. Um, ding, Lovely. ding, ding. Ding, ding? Yeah. What is it? It's, it's Claire. And the reason it's of note is because her wardrobe in this episode is painfully boring. Uh, for a person she works from in France. Fashion. Who works in fashion? Yeah, it's she wears. Boring. I mean, later she wears a tan trench coat. Like her hair is just hair. Like she's <laughs> in agree. no way fabulous. <clears throat> you know, like she's wearing a pant and a top. It's very it's un- boring. Very unremarkable. The colors are really <clears throat> muted. Um, and for such like an interesting, like a character that had a lot of potential, you know, I I I think that. That was a real miss. I agree. Um, yeah. Great moment. <clears throat> and and good, like, good. It's a deep cut, too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mine's very obvious. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> I know what it is. Um, <laughs> I know what it is. I'm I sure totally you. know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard not to be this. Yeah. Um. So they go back and forth about when they knew Will was gay. 
and apparently Claire knew when he was gay when he she leaned over to kiss him on prom night and he crashed into a Dutch dart. Yeah. And, and he went to feel Grace's boob and he said, is this cashmere? Yeah. So. Um, but then he tries to change the subject. Oh, my God. He tries to change the subject. There we go. <clears throat> to Brittany or Christina, who has the staying power. How crazy is it that it is 18 years later? Yeah. And they're both, both still here. Both of them are still to. I mean, and literally on this day, today, yeah. Christina Aguilera released a new song. Did she really? Yes. Oh, well, good for her. I know. And, uh, and Miguel posted about it. Of There's, course he did. There, he has some thoughts. <clears throat> um, but like, not only staying power, but relevance. Yeah. Like, prolonged pop relevance. Britney's still in Vegas, isn't she? She, yeah, she kind of um, comes and goes. Like, she's on a little bit of a break from it right now, but she mm-hmm. just started posting on Instagram that she's rehearsing again. Oh, good for her. If you don't follow Britney Spears' Instagram account... You truly must. Nah. She is... No, Kara, I'm telling you here now to <laughs> do that thing where I tell you that a thing is good uh-huh. and you are resisting yeah. and to do the thing where you're like, okay. You mean like everything. <laughs> right. <laughs> and because it is... She has such like love for her life. She loves... She's like, want to see my new workout routine? But it's always a bit. It's always a joke. Oh, God She's bless. always halfway dancing the whole time. And like, it is wild and hysterical. And also she clearly, you don't get to see the whole thing, but she clearly lives in just the biggest, most insane mansion. And yeah. most of it's from inside her her home. And it is, oh, it's delicious. Check it out. Okay, I will. Um, So yeah, it's cool. It's cool that they're both mentioned and it could have been, you know, like... Who were those people that Will is referencing? Right. With, which we get a lot. Yeah. For instance, Chow Yun-Fat. Yeah. Like, you didn't know who that was. I didn't. There's been plenty of times when they're talking about something. And, like, what was the... Oh, my gosh. When they're with Kaya Naomi and they're going to the backstage of the concert. Elvis who Costello. Yeah. And, and like, they sing a song of his and I'm like... Oh. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I know who Elvis Costello I is. I do but... know because I do have his greatest hits. <laughs> Fair. Um... So anyway, uh, they then move on. They're like, yeah, okay, let's try and change the subject. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, oh, what does, this what is do what change? I wanted to talk about. Will, they they ask Will when he knew he was gay. And he, <sighs> he knew he was gay in almost the same way you did. I, like, when I heard that, yeah. when I watched it, I was like, oh my God. That's a really good story because, like, for me, like, if you didn't listen to that episode, like, basically, I had one experience of physical contact with another man who is straight um, when I was in high school. You shared a bed at a... At a like, right, right, right. Thing. And we, like, yeah. accidentally, like, like, it was truly accidental spooning in the night. Yes. And I, like, realized it was happening. I was like, oh, I'm gay. And Will tells the story yes. about he was he was playing basketball and there was this other boy and they both went up for a rebound and they touched stomachs and by the time he came down he knew he was gay. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, cute. So cute. The, so, like, yeah. Totally, totally right. registered like that for me too. I thought that was adorable. Yeah. Um, And so Grace is like, I'm gonna go before you guys fill out the yearbook. I feel like you're min- minutes away. And they're like, what are you talking about now? And she pulls it out from behind the couch. And <laughs> So she leaves. 
Which I think is totally the, like, cool thing to do. Yeah, like, they met. Yeah, and they got along famously. She says, thank you for passing the flame to me. Yes. Which is cute, because it's flamer. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So then we are at the next morning. It's Monday, apparently. And we get more coffee cup business. Oh, first. Oh, oh, yes, 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 sorry. (laughs) Grace standing in her apartment and I velociraptor screeched. (laughs) Because it's still full of boxes. And she's standing at the mantle, staring really intently, like just brow furrowed. And there are two small vases, like, or objets or whatever, sitting on the mantle. And he's, he, Will comes in, he's behind her, he's like, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm thinking about moving this vase from here. And she holds out her arm straight, picks up the thing, turns 180 degrees, arm still straight, and sets it down on the other side of the mantle to here. <laughs> and, and she's Will- like, I don't know, but does it throw off the whole room? And Will says, well... Uh, I feel like maybe what's throwing off the whole room for me is all of the boxes. <laughs> Decorator, unpack thyself. Unpack thyself. <laughs> Thank you, Will. Thank you. Thank you. For Lord's sake. Uh, Lord. So I'm glad that, like, it's clearly a bit, but really it's just annoying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, also, I, I saw, like, well, I saw, you see in this episode into her kitchen a little bit more mm-hmm. and it has a little bit more uh character mm-hmm. shall we say than will's fabulous shiny new home does yes um none of it's like the stainless steel or anything it is like an olive green range Ooh, is it really yeah <laughs> and i'm and i was sort of into it i kind of loved it and uh, like a nice 70s olive green yeah nice but her kitchen if you look at the set decoration is 100% ceramic. Like, on and the shelves, which are almost all exposed because she has a lot of, like, I don't know, just open stuff. Everything is plates and bowls and mugs. And I'm like, there's one of you, girl. <laughs> Why one. do you have so many dishes? Why do you have so many dishes? Maybe she and Danny got a pre-engagement present? Oh, they probably had it. Yeah, that's a good point. Um... Even though they were only engaged for a few minutes. Right. Um, <clears throat> so what she does in this moment is take down one of the yellow mugs that she had brought over the previous morning, take Will's coffee out of his hand, and pour herself a half cup of coffee from Will's cup of coffee. I just want to say I love you very much, but if you if, if ever if you did ever, that to me, if you ever took my coffee... Friendship over. Dead to me. Dead. If not physically, also. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we cleared that up. Yeah, me too. Um, and he just lets her do it. He does not even say anything. No. Which is really cute, obviously. It's a and great piece of business. Yeah. Business. Business. Business, <laughs> I think. I think it's great. Uh, it is It is a really cute little, like, we're this close kind of thing. Yeah. And, and Grace is going on about how much she loved Claire and how much fun she had and how great Claire is. Feel free to tell me about, you know, how much she loved me at any moment. Right. And he says, well, she loved you, Dame Needy. <laughs> Dame Needy. And so. Then Will says, she also dropped something pretty big on me. I don't remember exactly how she says it. But um, he's like, 
she is thinking of having a baby. And she goes like, oh my God, wow, good for her. And and there's these beats in there in those moments where Eric's face is incredible. It is so expertly executed. You're right. This moment is so clean. It's beautiful. Grace is holding it in. Because she doesn't know yet. Well, she's trying to be diplomatic about it. This scene kind of broke my heart. Yeah. Um. So then, uh, she's he's like, yeah, but she doesn't have a partner. And she goes, oh, well, what's she gonna do? And he goes, well, she's thinking about she's thinking about asking somebody to donate sperm. Or or she, he says like she just asked somebody if they donate sperm for her. And she goes, well, what did he say? And he goes, I said I'd think about it. And then he makes that face. Yeah. And I really encourage everyone who loves the show and Eric to go back and watch that moment because it is gorgeous. Oh, man. It's beautifully <clears throat> done. Um, so uh, he says, this is my chance to lend a helping hand. Let me rephrase that. <laughs> uh, Lots of masturbation jokes in this episode. Like, coming right up. It's such good fodder for terrible jokes. And it's so great. Oh, I love it. And he's like, we love me, right? I'm going to do it. <laughs> He's all excited. And Grace is like, great, okay. Trying so hard. And he leaves, and she closes the door, and she is just distraught. Totally crestfallen. She puts her hands up at her face, and we jump to another scene. Ship Claire arriving at Will's apartment yes. that same morning. In another dull outfit. And Yeah, this camel coat. So boring. I'm bored. Um... And and she's like she's just babbling on about things and and then she he brings it up and he says I'll do it and she's like oh shit yay uh, that's exactly what she says and uh, <laughs> <clears throat> and so he says he'll do it and she uh, gets really excited because she's blue and she's leaving on Tuesday mm-hmm. and he says Tuesday now I'm blue <laughs> <laughs> but and she blue, explains what blue means she's, she's ovulating ovulating and she wants to have like she wants him to do it today on his lunch break which is really really soon I gotta also jump back to one of the uh, ways she says ovulating before just saying ovulating mm-hmm. and she just says that the eggs are coming in right over the plate and I think that's hysterical it's <laughs> <laughs> that really funny I didn't know that Oh, that's really good. Um, so she she's like, go to the sperm bank on your lunch break. And he's like, oh, uh, and Jack comes in. Well, before before that, though, before he comes in, she's like, is this moving too fast? Like, did I am I putting you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, am I really putting you through this? She's being a good friend. Yes, yeah, she is. I want more Claire. She's really she's lovely. Yeah. yeah. And he's um, like, no, 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 no. This is fine. I'll do it. Yeah. Just like that. And Jack Jack walks in and um and sees them hugging because she's all excited, so she hugs him and he just goes, Do you ever touch a man? (laughs) (laughs) And the audience goes wild. (laughs) So funny. And he says, Claire, this is Claire. And he walks around her and he goes, you are Euro-fabulous, which she isn't. And, and proceeds to totally assault her physically. He does? Yeah. He like slaps her on the ass and like motorboats her. No. Yes, he does. Really? Yes. You didn't what? notice? 
Apparently not. What was he it's doing? It's like completely inappropriate and like is sort of one of those things about Will and Grace. Yeah. That um, people have historically taken issue with and that I would also like to say here and now that yes, I love Will and Grace, but also I take issue with the idea that a man being gay means that he can walk up to a woman or any kind of person and just lay hands all over them because Thank it's you. funny. Like that's not fucking okay. Thank you. Um, Like... You cannot touch another person unless you have their express consent. End of story. Ever. Ever. Excellent. Thank you, David. Um, yeah, seriously. Uh, so um, he says, parlez-vous français? And she responds <laughs> in beautiful French. And she says a lot of things, some of which she I like recognize. She asks him a little question. Right, yeah. same. And, uh, and he just starts. <laughs> He pulls a full David in Paris 2018 going, <laughs> oui. Uh, no. And then, also, it's so funny. It will never not be funny to me watching like ridiculous characters think that making the sound that sort of sounds like a language constitutes speaking that language. I'm with you. I agree. Oh my god, that was so funny. And he and she just says, "You're a high maintenance kind of friend, aren't you?" <laughs> and he says, "It costs a little more, but I'm worth it." Uh, anyway, so he also says, as they're leaving, "Oh, you're Bettina now. It's better Nescafe, 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 instead of Cascasi." Right. Uh. We know French. We do. Right, David? Yes. Oh, oui. Fromage. Oui. I keep losing place in my notes. I'm sorry, everybody. You're fine. So, so then Claire really is nice leaving. Thing A beautiful thing happens. Um... It is that. <laughs> so, <clears throat> I'll take this one, shall I? Yeah, why, why don't you? Why don't you then? Uh, so, Will, Will closes the door on Claire and turns around with this like panicked look on his face and says, Jack, I need your advice on something. And um, he's not listening. He makes an Anne Hayes joke. That's stupid. Uh-huh. Um. And he just says, I need you to not be Jack right now. And Jack's like, you are the second person to say that to me this week. <laughs> and and Will explains to him what's going on. And he's like, well, yeah, I give sperm all the time. And aren't women like Bettina? The women you want to have children, the women who want children this badly that they would go through this process. Those are the kind of people that you want. Yeah. Being parents, have, being yeah, mothers. Exactly. Women who want kids that badly are the kind of women who should have children. That's yes. And and Will's like taken aback. He's like, thanks, Jack. And Jack asks for money again. <laughs> and then he leaves. Well, not without telling Will that he's being a good friend. Yes. That's um, and this brought up a question in my mind, and I don't really know much about it. And I did not um, take a moment to do a little research about it. But I wonder what the stigma was around um, uh, in vitro fertilization or sperm donation in like late 90s early 2000s because um 
I think, you know, like the single woman having a child, oh, yeah. making the decision to having a child, making the decision to have a child <laughs> on her own um, was in the grand, not new, but in the grand scheme of things, a relatively new thing that we were trying to celebrate and maybe push forward a little bit. And so mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, Will and Grace has always been like a little platformy. And so maybe this was a platform moment for them in yeah, the year 2000. Possibly. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> That's a good thought. Because now, I mean, from my perspective, I don't see a whole lot of stigma around women who choose to have children but via donor. Um, but that's my limited perspective, and I could be completely off. It's still something that's very... You it know. carries a lot of baggage. Yeah, definitely. I think that if you are not, you know married at now obviously our generation is different the generation below us is different but above us and beyond if you aren't 25 and you don't have two kids by the time you're 30 and you're not married like if you're doing anything differently than the boomer generation did it is still questionable questionable it is still something where people are like oh Okay. Right. Like when I started doing weddings almost 10 years ago, doing weddings, coordinating weddings, planning weddings, most people, most of my clients, me included, uh, did not get married in churches. Mm-hmm. And when I would tell relatives that, they would be like, what? Well, where did they get married? <laughs> so it was, yeah, times they are a changing. Yeah. Um, but there is still definitely a stigma. You're welcome. I just cracked my ankle on our podcast. Nice. Um, and thank you for that care because like that's a, not a perspective that I have probably because I'm not a woman. What? Shock. I Weird. know. Sorry. You heard it here first, folks. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of shit that women get. A lot. Feminism. Yeah. Um, great scene. Yeah, really great scene. I love, I love Jack and Will in this episode. The friendship is so lovely. I'm sorry. I just scrunched my papers a whole bunch. Uh, let's go to the sperm bank. No, let's not. Let's go to Grace's office first. Oh, yep. Because let's go that's to Grace's office my, and then the sperm bank. My ding, ding, ding is. Of course it is. <laughs> oh, my God. It's Grace, so good. Grace is, okay, let me just paint you a little picture. Yeah. It's Lay two, it all out for us. It's 2000. It's January. Everything is ugly. Uh-huh. Grace is wearing a pink ribbed yes. turtleneck. I was right. Mm-hmm. Of course you were. A pink ribbed turtleneck that just under the boobs starts some sparkly nonsense all the way down. And it gets thicker. Yeah. And then in her hair, which is up, much like mine is now, in a bun on top of her head, there is a pink goddamn flower stuck in her hair. And she is wearing these giant pink earrings that are like jewels I have to be honest mm. didn't even notice the flower or the earrings because Over I was the sweater. so preoccupied by the sweater and the shoes which Karen addresses yeah I don't hate the shoe whatever pilgrim pump yeah which and Karen, it is pilgrimy it is very pilgrimy um and my note <laughs> I don't amend these notes. Mm-hmm. I just take them and then 
and like, then print them when they're yeah when the time is and come. it just says in all caps what is this it is too much <laughs> <laughs> it is too much uh so grace says to karen i need you to not talk and i need you to not give me any advice because i just need to rant about this for a minute and she tells her you know will is going to give sperm to this woman and i don't like it basically and it's a great, like, go back and watch it. It's fantastic. It's a good good little uh, monologue for Deborah yeah. Messing. <clears throat> it's a mistake. He'll regret it. So Karen, she walks away and she's like, thank you. That's all I needed. Goodbye. And she walks over to her desk. And Karen is just. Ah. <laughs> 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 I love that. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It is like physically tr- trying to come out of her how much she has to say about this. It's it is so funny. Beautiful. So Grace is like, fine, go. And Karen says, okay, honey, first the pumps go back on the Mayflower. Yep. And then she's she tells Grace, you know, you're upset because Claire is taking away your plan B, which is funny because it's a double entendre and mm. I don't think they meant it to be. <laughs> um, And... Karen says, you date losers, and Grace can't counter that. No, she tries, and she's, that's because you never met. Go on. Go on. (laughs) And so, anyway, yeah, Karen's totally right about, you know, she says, Will is your backup sperm. He's your backup, and you're mad that he's giving his, the goods, she uh, and she tells some ridiculous, so ridiculous story about how like the first batch is always the good ones yeah. or something. I and mean, the first batch wasn't when he was like twelve, right, honey? Come on, um, it's funny. So, uh, yeah, the Karen and, is yeah. Karen has the read on Grace as she always does for sure. And Jack walks in. And he says, take me to your dentist. I feel my teeth are dull and people are laughing at me. <laughs> and Grace says, that is not why people are laughing at you. Oh, poor Jack. Jack. <laughs> uh, so he he says, don't be mean to me just because Will is down at the sperm bank on 33rd right now. Mm-hmm. Good job, Jack. Way to remember that, by the way. I, I could be wrong. It could be 73rd. Well, but still. Um, so that's what she says. That's what Jack says, sorry. And Grace runs out. Runs out. After him. Karen is drinking wine already. Right. And now let's go to the sperm bank. Now let's go to the sperm bank. And we meet Sue for the first time. For the very first time. Laura, it's either Kitlinger or Kitlinger. Uh-huh. It's a different, it's or it's a difficult last name to say. She's freaking fabulous. She's amazing. I've seen her in so many things. She plays the, she's a recurring, like anytime there's a nurse character on Will and Grace, she's she the is. nurse. And you know why? Because she's a fucking consulting producer. Oh my God. Yeah. Amazing. On both, <gasps> on Will and Grace, on Two Broke Girls, she's back in season nine as a consulting producer. Yeah. Fabulous. Right? I'm obsessed with her. I want to meet her. And I was going to like name more things that she's done, but she's done everything. She's so deadpan. Yes. Very dry sense of humor. She's perfect. Drop dead gorgeous. Um, she, 
most well not most recently but like one of the most notable things she's done is take my wife uh oh Cameron, my God, take my wife Cameron Esposito's in Rio Butcher's um Ugh. show that was on CISO and is now available stars. on iTunes and you should check it out it's on stars too is it yeah it got oh. picked up on stars oh I congrats know. I know, Cameron right? Rhea yay <laughs> oh yeah. that's wonderful yeah that's great news victory victory is theirs um, so yeah, Laura is a wonderful actor mm-hmm. and we're so happy to see her for the first time. Yes. Um, so love she, her. She's yeah. the, you know, snarky sperm bank nurse who's talking to Will, shows mm-hmm. him into the room. He's like, here's some magazines if you want them. Here's the cup. Here's the- a cup the size of Montana. And he goes, great expectations. <laughs> It's huge. It's at least like two cups. No, it's like as big as this jar I'm drinking it from. Oh, easily. It's not bigger. I think it's a little bit bigger. Um, But like... It is. It's just... Well, I mean... Hey, you guys, you know the jar that David's drinking from right now that you can can totally see? see? Mm -hmm. It's a jar. Yeah. Uh, Uh, But it's it's big. And it's just the whole... This whole subject is just rife with fodder for jokes oh my god yeah it's so wonderful and that's when you know she closed the door and he's trying he's a little uncomfortable so he's trying to make jokes with her and she shuts the door leaves and that's when we get the uh booties uh uh, booties and jugs and cans oh my Mm. (laughs) 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 uh and he sort of shouts through the door. This would be, you know, a lot easier if you had an Abercrombie and Fitch catalog. <laughs> door pops open. She hands him a magazine and he goes, Martha Stewart living. Come back here. Let me explain to you how my people think. Oh, wait. Lumberjacks of New England. Never mind. Mm, carpenters. 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 We enjoy but one. are not turned on by the perfect scone. <laughs> right. Uh, so as he's, you know, he's like, oh, carpenter. All right. He sits down and... In some kind of massive security breach of this medical facility. I mean, seriously. Who was watching the front desk? Who let this crazy woman burst into the room where a guy is supposed to be masturbating into a cup? What was the deal here? Right. Grace pops in with her eyes shut. She's like, whatever you're doing, stop. And he's like, well, it's going to be, it's not going to happen with you here. Yeah. Or something. The, The joke. She tells Will not to do it. And that... The sperm is hers. Mm. And he's like, funny. I thought the sperm was mine. <laughs> um, so Grace talks about all the things she's done for the sperm. She's taken it to movies. She's done a whole bunch of other stuff that I can't remember. Yeah, it's, it's cute little it's monologue. Cute. Yeah. Um, and Grace tells him she, she has first dibs and she just wants the option to be there for her. And... Uh, and Will sits her down and calls her out on her selfishness in a chef's kiss. Yeah. Just yummy. kind of way. Um, he's like, so you want to take away the happiness of Claire, who is wants to be a mother on the off chance that you might need my sperm if you don't meet someone, you know? Right. And in the end, and, she, and Grace is just, it's this great moment where she's just like, Yes. Yes, that's exactly right. <laughs> and he eventually throws her out and calls her a lunatic. <laughs> yeah. Selfish and, lunatic. Uh, a selfish lunatic. Get out of my 
Spermatorium. Spermatorium. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Anytime. Oh, I wrote it down. Look, you selfish lunatic. Get out of my spermatorium. Yes. There it is. <laughs> right there. Uh, so then we just cut right to. Right back. Grace's front door. Yeah. Um, and also another weird thing I noticed is that the music, um, the transition music, the, uh, you know, incidental music or whatever, um, perfectly segues into like rhythmically into Will going. Really? Yeah. Check it out. Oh, how delicious. It's yummy. It's very satisfying. Um, you know who's door. probably really good at that on the Quantico series that he does the music for is PJ Hankey. PJ Hankey. PJ Hankey. Where have I heard that name before? Oh, you know, I've heard that he does my favorite podcast. He does. Will he... and Grace and Vodka. Yeah. He wrote the music for us. Wow. Thrilling. Thrilling. Um, so. What are we doing? Who's Will there? then Will is arrives like... at Grace's. <laughs> so we open the door um, and Grace starts to apologize which is very big of her. Yes. Because she is the most selfish human being on the planet. Totally. And totally right to apologize. But it comes out that Will couldn't do it. Yeah. After all. Why? Because Grace is his fallback egg. So. Also, here we I, are. I want to jump back to he says he couldn't do it because he kept thinking about her and their faces. Like, you could tell this was, like, take 23 <laughs> because they are both trying so hard not to break. And it's great. Yes. But she invites him in and he he does say, like, you're, you're my fallback egg. egg. Uh, and he tells her, you know, you're going to meet someone great. You're going to have 10,000 babies. It's going to be fine. And she tries to tell him the same thing until she stops herself because she's like, oh, yep, nope, sex between two men can never result in pregnancy. That's not right, is it? Anymore. Because a person can be a man, a person, if... can be gendered male, mm-hmm. and still have the reproductive capabilities yeah, it's of, that a woman is born with. Yes. Great. It, it is a then thing I take that, it back. It is a thing that has happened. I stand corrected. Uh, but Will does not have these capabilities, but he does make a joke saying, yeah, I don't go to the gym 10 hours a week to get stretch marks. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then he says, if there is a baby, I want it to be a little Will and a little Grace. Hmm. And it's just so, so sweet. It's very cute. And uh, he's like, also, yeah, my new boyfriend, Derek. And Grace is like, have I met Derek? What are you talking about? And he goes, yeah, he's a carpenter in New England. End of episode. <laughs> Cute. Such a good episode. Do you have takeaways? Uh, Yeah, I couldn't really come up with anything. No? I mean, other than big life decisions are very important and you should talk to all of your friends about them. Yes, yes definitely. I kind of have a little bit of one that's not like, it doesn't have like a super, you know, uh, acute I guess point to it but I think it I think the interesting conversation of you know how we view our friendships at different stages in our friendship in that Mm -hmm. friendship you know like early on in friendships it's just like man I love getting to know this person I wonder you know you don't think about like what 
role they're going to have later in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, like, for instance, when I first met you, I was like, oh my God, my new friend Carolyn is fucking fabulous. And I can't wait until 10 years from now, we're like utterly inseparable and, <laughs> you know, have a podcast together. You know, like that, that's not, you know, nobody can predict the future. No. Um, I mean, sometimes you meet someone you're super close to for like six months. Yeah. And then they just go away. Yeah. Or absolutely. like, I mean, a friendship can be years long and it can go away and, and that's okay too. Or things can ebb and flow. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and I know that plenty of people in the world have done the thing of, you know, sort of mimicking the, like, backup plan joke that oh, yeah. exists in this and in several other sitcoms from the same sort of era. Um, and, like, I think a couple, like, rom-com movies and whatever. Uh, I never really have thought that way. Have you? About... About another person? Like, Like, thinking of a person as a backup plan? Yes. You have? Mm -hmm. Well, I won't ask for details, but... um, Oh, no, he commented on my engagement status. Oh. Saying, well, I guess that's over. (laughs) Oh, what are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah. Um, uh, Well, now that I think about it, maybe I have a little bit. But that was like a marriage, like if we're not married by 40... Totally. And, and that was when we were in our 20s. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. I guess now, currently, like, in my life, I don't think that way. Like, there are people who I was once in some way romantically entangled with, who I'm friends with now, and who I know that, like, oh, the romance part wasn't terrible. Like, that could be fine, I guess, if that's where we land, you know? But um, I don't generally have backup plans like that with people you know yeah. not to mention it's kind of like it is mostly a joke but it's also yeah. like a commodification of people that I'm not super into mm-hmm. like it's fine it's just a sitcom it's pretty harmless yeah in this instance I think that's the episode you can have one of my eggs oh thank you I don't think you really want one but you can have it I might I really don't know I mean, you could just buy a kid. I hear. Oh wow! I was purchased. You were. <laughs> Carolyn is um, was adopted. I was adopted. Yes. Um. And so was my sister, and we all look alike, and it's very strange. It is true, though they all look alike, <laughs> down to the red hair. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Kids. I'm not sure. I mean, I'm single. First of all. Um, no, not first of all, because I don't need to have a partner to have a child. But like, no, you certainly don't. I, I know two gay men who are single and who have made the decision to adopt. That's really cool. And they're awesome and they're fantastic parents. Um, I'm not sure. Carolyn, I... do you want children? i feel sort of like in a way like emotionally disconnected from this episode because being a mother has never been anything that i've ever wanted to be like i've never felt the pull of like i mean i've certainly felt like oh baby but that's very few times in my life Mm -hmm. and um i have never in like at growing up 
in my 20s have ever had the desire to be like, yes, I need a baby. It's all I'm made for. I've never had that like Hmm. mother gene that so many women get. And I'm a little jealous. Hmm. But also like, I think I would like to have a child. I don't know. We've talked about this before. Um, So I, I do feel a little emotionally disconnected from Claire in that way because I can't, I can't be like, I don't know what it would be like to want a baby so badly that I would do it on my own. While I've got this high-powered career in a right. country that's not where any of my family is. Right. I, I think, I mean, that's ostensibly. That's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I've, I've seen so many of my besties become mommies these past couple of years. Yeah. Katie and Lindsay and Amy and... Like, it's been such a joy to watch them become mothers. And also, like, they're the people who are super real with me and who mm-hmm. will be like, listen, this is what it's like. Yeah, yeah, do it if you want, but, like, don't. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't really have a whole lot of... I don't really have a very big frame of reference um, for uh, peers that are parents. Mm-hmm. I, ha- I definitely have friends who are or are about to become parents. Um, I'm really happy for all of them. Um, I, and maybe this is because we have such different lifestyles. I've never, I haven't like fallen out with any of them, but most of the people who I've known who have been friends of mine, who have had children, we've not stayed very close. It's hard. Yeah. It's really hard when there's a kid involved. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you know what I can say definitively, though? Hmm. When and if you do decide to have a baby, you are going to be the best dad. Well, Carolyn, I would like to say the same thing for you. I'm going to be such a good dad. You're going to be such a good dad. <laughs> this has been Will and Grace and Vodka. Um, what were we drinking this week? <laughs> I don't know. Something I made up. Blueberries and vodka. Of some ilk. And strawberry lemonade. Lemonade. Yeah. Strawberry lemon blueberry with vodka. So Good that's what we're drinking. Um, Thank you to li- for listening. And if you enjoyed what you heard, uh, rate and review us with five stars only because anything else is mean and stupid. Jerks. Uh, and I mean, not jerks. because No. No, not jerks. We love you so much. Don't you love us too? <laughs> um. You're not paying for this. And you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram at Will and Grace Pod. Um, thank you ever so much to the magnificent, mellifluous, and... Mellifluous? M- 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 mimosa. Musical mimosa master of my m- mind, PJ Hankey. <laughs> And the similarly musical and, uh, may I say, just downright smoking hot executive producer, Sasha Gerritsen. I can't do the rest of The vodka, the social media. And we did that. We, fo- we did the social media. We did the ratings and reviewings. We did the thanks. Uh, we did it all. Say goodnight, Gracie. Goodnight, Gracie. <laughs>